We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggers. A pleasure to have you along. It is game day for James Madison women's soccer as they open up their season tonight at Centera Park. They'll take on the 49ers of Charlotte. Let's talk to the head coach of the Dukes, Josh Walters. Hi, Coach. How are you? Doing great. It's game day. Is that hard to believe that it's already game day this this year? Oh, it feels like it's taking forever. <laughs> I've been uh, waiting since last November to get back to this point where we can see how much we've grown. So, uh uh, excited for it. Well, let's talk about just how, how training has gone, your practices up to this point. Are you happy with the progress of your team as you get set for the opener tonight? Yeah, you know, it's the fittest the team has ever come back. Uh, big shout out to our, our strength coach, uh, Matt, to make sure that everybody was plugged in and did what they needed to this summer. So, I mean, we're flying right now with the amount of talent we have, the depth we have, uh, with the continuity of all the all the players that have been in the program. We're pretty deep and and it feels like it feels like uh, we're in fast forward with how quickly we can get to things this preseason. Has this camp gone? Maybe I don't know if easy is not the right word. Maybe smoother than it has in the past, just because you have so many kids back that know your system, know your expectation, and it's kind of a player-led team now. Yeah, absolutely. So we're in a position now as coaches that we've jumped into things that maybe we would teach three or four weeks in. We're teaching that in week one and two because. We don't have to cover all the basics again. And the freshman group are and the newcomers are assimilating pretty quickly because the veterans are showing them the way. Do you see that leadership every day with your team? Oh, absolutely. And from a multitude of different people. Yeah. It's not just a one-person thing. I mean, I'm seeing it from all different ones. And their ability to hold each other accountable and, and teach each other has been amazing. Well, that's what I was I – was, I was, I was going to say, so who are some of your leaders? But I, I'm sure there's a ton of them in each position group and your goalies, your, your attackers, your midfielders. I mean, whoever it is, you've probably got a ton that, that, that use their voice and show their show everything on the field as well. Yeah, and it, it starts for us with uh, Ellie Johnson, who's our team captain. Um, Ellie literally has been in every role in our team. She's been the player that struggled to get on the field and a player that didn't travel uh, to a player that started playing, to a player that – uh, was a starter to now the player I write first on the team sheet, you know, who is our captain. So uh, that ability for her to relate to so many other players as they go through this journey, um, it's amazing to have. It's almost like having another coach on the field. And then underneath her, there is a leadership council, um, all veteran players, uh, a lot of, you know, four- and five-year experience in that group too. So we're flying. You know, as a coach, that's what it's all about. And, and you talked about Ellie, your captain, just – growing into a role and, and and not even traveling when she was first there. So many kids want to jump on board as a freshman, and, and there's going to be some for you guys that will probably play right away, but some have to go through the, the trials and tribulations and earn their spot, and she's one of those. And I'm guessing, not that the other players don't make you proud, but to see that from her from day one to where she is now has to make you so proud as a coach. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is uh... – it's one of those like uh, stories that you love to have mm-hmm. about players, so, you know, being resilient and and finding their way and figuring out their voice and you know becoming who they are. Like whatever she does in life after this, you know, uh, she is prepared for. We're talking to Josh Walters. He's the women's soccer coach at JMU. They open up their season tonight. They'll take on Charlotte at seven o'clock over at Centera Park. Get out and watch that if you will. Twelve four and five a year ago, an appearance in the championship game of the Sun Belt Conference tournament. Talk a little bit about how that carried over. Did you see that carry over into the off season, into your spring workouts, into the summer, now into the fall camp? <laughs> Absolutely. We uh, 
we're so salty about it. <laughs> you know? So we it actually is twofold. You know, so we had going into Georgia Southern and playing uh, away there. If we win that game based on how everything fell out, we actually would have won the regular season, and we lost that game on the road. You know, so then you refocus and get yourself ready for the conference tournament. We play in the conference tournament, uh, make it to the finals, and then lose to our rival ODU as part of that. So, you know, for us, um, you feel very salty about it. So it did drive us. The players are very in sync right now with what they want to accomplish and how much we need to grow to get there. They're definitely not resting on the laurels of having a good season last year. You know, I was talking to to some of the football guys here recently, and they were talking about how connected they are as a team, and that helped them a year ago. Do you see that in your club and how connected you are? We talk about how many veterans you have, but it just you, you've got to be connected to have a really, really good team, and it does seem like you've got that. Yeah, absolutely. I think in in team, whether you know my time in the army, you know my time in college coaching, or whatever else I've been in, when you're part of a team. Uh, and you go through something, it helps uh, put you together. So we talk about it a lot as kind of a crucible. So we're in this uh, crucible that's used to you know, me- uh, melt metals down and refine them to make them better, and that's what happens. So these experiences of winning games and losing games and all the things you go through on a daily basis, um, you know, the ups and the downs, the, the trips that we go on, those all become part of our, our experience. And the hope is that you can take all those things uh, together and refine the team until you get some kind of really precious metal. You know, we, we like to say gold a lot um, mm-hmm. because that's what championship rings are made out of. But um, the idea for us is to put them in the crucible and, and heat things up occasionally and have that shared adversity help us get someplace. Okay, we're talking Josh Walters. He's the women's soccer coach at JMU. They open up their season tonight. And, you know, talk a little bit about some of your veterans who have come back. And, again, so many times at the beginning of a year we're going to talk about all these newcomers and the freshmen and what are they going to bring <laughs> to your team. And, and we're going to do that in a second. But I want to start with your veterans because you have so many back. And, obviously, you had you had four kids on the All-Sun Belt preseason team. You were tied for first, had the most first-place votes, so getting a lot of respect there. But um, Alexandra Blom, your, your goalkeeper, obviously Brittany Munson, uh, Lexi Vanderlinden, Amanda there's so many that you could go about, but did you see them? Have you seen their their skills go to a different level right now? Have they taken a big step in, in your mind? Yeah, absolutely. So really, from a, an athleticism standpoint, they're all top-notch. Uh, it's the game model part that they've gotten really good at now. They understand all the little nuances and details of the way we want to play, uh, and they can do it in a shared experience. And most of that veteran experience for us really goes up the spine. Like you talked about Alex in goal. Uh, Britt is a center back in the middle of the defense. Uh, Lexi is a center mid in the middle of the field. Um, Nasty, as we call her, Amanda, uh, is a forward up top. So you end up with this spine of players who are really proficient at what they do. Uh, and it really uh, imprints the game model for everybody else to follow because they control things. Are you are you able now with a veteran team to maybe try some things that you couldn't last year or the year before? Is that something that you tinker with a little bit with your lineups? Yeah, and you tinker with it because you uh, experience something. Some team, some smart coach comes out and figures out a way to <laughs> cause problems for you. Right. You know, so, so you need to figure out how to balance that. So we put some things in place based on you know some of the puzzles we couldn't solve last year to help us this year across the spring and this fall. And you can do that because of a veteran group. You know, we, we can play in multiple ways now in multiple shapes. 
you know, and with one word, I can stand up and change it in the game, and the players are in sync. Mm-hmm. You know, talk a little bit about your forwards, and obviously last year you were very balanced in, in, in who was scoring. Obviously, Amanda had nine to lead the way, but do you feel like you've got more more people that can, can find the back of the net that you'll be very balanced up there? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. We lost Lydia and Duca to graduation, mm-hmm. um, and, and she's out, and she, she scored quite a few goals and caused some problems. So, you know, we don't have that type of player anymore in that position. However, we do get Ariana Reyes back, who was out with an ACL last year, and she was one of our starters the year before. We've added Shea Collins from LaSalle into that group as an attacking player with a lot of pace and really hard shot. Uh, Sophia Varecchia, who uh, last year did really well from a goals and assist standpoint. And then Swiss also is coming back. And I look at that group and think, man, like it's hard to pick which one of the forwards is going to play and how, how we manage that. Makes your job a little more difficult, doesn't it? Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather have that than the opposite, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking to Josh Walters, a women's soccer coach at JMU. They open up their season coming up this evening, coming off a 12-4-5 campaign a year ago. And talk about your midfielders and the, 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 those kids in the middle that have to do so much work on, on both ends of the ball. Talk about that, that group. Do you like that group right now? Yeah, I love that group. Super experienced, and they are the heartbeat. So they control the rhythm of what we do. Uh, Lexi Vanderlinden uh, kind of leads the charge there, you know, has done everything in the conference. You you go and see Lexi play, and she's a, a small player or whatever, but every coach talks to me about her, just that, you know, she's so smooth and so good and understands the game so well. And you pair her with uh, Albert Fernandez, who uh, played at Barcelona and also is now a senior in our program. Uh, that intelligence in the midfield is so good, you know, and they, they literally – are like a heartbeat they can slow us down or speed us up uh and they, they can they complete all the tempo stuff for us and last year you guys were so good on defense and obviously alex is a part of that in goal for you but only 12 goals allowed the entire season um how about that group do you feel like you can be as good as you were a year ago or even better yeah three of the four starters are returning we lost uh, ashley larkin to graduation who is now off the uh, pt school um and our athletic training school in the university of virginia but uh, Jordan Yang has stepped in uh, quite well um, and uh, looks like a starter, like looks day one like a starter. You have Soleil, Brittany, and Ellie all in the back line uh, forming out that four. Uh, I don't think we're going to miss a beat back there. And obviously they've got to work in tune with Alex, and she's, she's so good for you in goal. Obviously the preseason uh, defensive player of the year in goal for, for you guys. Talk about her and what makes her, what, what, what makes her tick. What makes her so good for you? Yeah, it's, it's a multitude of things. One, uh, you know, her freshman year, year we had another goalkeeper that was pretty good. So Alex redshirted that first year and spent time learning and assimilating to American culture from Sweden. Uh, and then from then has pretty much been the starter ever since. Uh, so she has a wealth of knowledge in the way we play, and her voice is fantastic. She is the ultimate organizer back there. You know, when she's back there, the defense is better because she can organize them so the ball doesn't get to her sometimes. You know, so she is the boss back there and, and love it. And then when it does break down and she has to bell us out, she's good for one or two really big saves a game that uh, that kind of save us and keep us in it or, or allow us to get the shutout, which we had quite a few of. Mm-hmm. And with her, I, I'm guessing it's underrated, the, the communication back there and setting up your defense and, and putting them in the right spot. That That's probably an underrated um, asset of a goalkeeper. Yeah, 100% is. I mean, the better they can communicate, the uh, more problems they solve before it ever gets to your goal. How about set pieces? Do you think you can be pretty good on those this year? Yeah, you know, really interesting dichotomy last year. You know, 
from a, a corner kick standpoint, attacking-wise, we only scored one goal on an attacking corner last year, and that was against Troy in the last regular season game. On the flip side of that, we didn't give up a goal <laughs> right. on a defensive corner kick. So, you know, we obviously, you know, it's impossible to say we're going to go for no goals on a defensive corner, but we'd like to keep that number down. Uh, but we definitely want to score more. And Rob Donenworth has worked so hard in trying to create some different wrinkles for us in some of these set pieces. I can already feel it being more dangerous. Uh, so we hope that that aggregate, that plus minus, goes you know a lot more on the plus for the attacking side. <laughs> We're talking to Josh Walters, women's soccer coach at JMU. They open up tonight against Charlotte. And you know, I, I mentioned how about some of your your freshmen. Your you, you've talked about a couple of transfers who will probably jump right in. But has that has that been a pretty seamless transition for your young players and new players in your program? Yeah, you know, the program's probably in a spot now where. A player entering JMU, it's a lot to digest. We, you know, very veteran players, uh, you know, uh, we already have a large percentage of our game model in place. So people understand the language and what we do. And the new players coming always say, it sounds like you guys are speaking a different language. Like it takes them time to assimilate that. However, we've recruited such good players that play in a similar style that many of them are able to figure it out pretty quickly. Uh, so it's a, it's an exciting group that's really pushing. I mean, it's back to back, kind of top thirty uh, ish uh, uh, classes in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of talent in it. So uh, it's made us deep, and they are pushing. Uh, and some of those freshmen will start, and some will play in pretty key roles. I was gonna say, do you have some freshmen that'll, that'll play some big roles for you? Yeah, um, probably uh, Jeanette Filson, who came to us from Charlotte, North Carolina, as a freshman. Uh, she's electric. Uh, you watch her; her feet are so good. Uh, she's smart, uh, intelligent about what she does, and is just a natural goal scorer. She'll impact us right away. And then Ella Stanley, who's from Richmond, Virginia, um, she is almost like a second version of Brittany Munson in how she plays, especially with the ball out of the back. You know, so we have really high expectations for the two of them. And then there's, you know, another layer of freshmen probably under that who are pushing for either starting spots or or the second spot in those lines. Is this by far the deepest team you've had since you've been here? Yeah, not even close. Like just yeah. by far the deepest. You know, we are we are too deep in every position, and uh, in some instances, the third person in a three deep lineup, I could argue they could be the starter too. <laughs> you know, we have way more than eleven starters uh, right now. So, uh, you know, can we make the chemistry work? Can we find the connections that work the best? Right. You know, the yeah. communication works the best, and and figure out how to uh, dominate the ball in games. Will you play a lot of kids early in the season to give them some action to kind of see how it goes? Well, we, we maybe. So, <laughs> depends. Um, yeah, it depends, right? Is you know, so part, part of this is for us, uh, we kind of dissected the season into three parts. Part one is non-conference. Part two is conference. Uh, part three is postseason. So we want to approach, uh, can we do well enough and gain enough RPI points to be in the conversation for an at-large bid. Mm-hmm. And the only way you do that in women's college soccer right now is you have to you have to get some results against top 50 or top 25 opponents. So we have a few of those on the schedule. So in the non-conference portion now, we're changing our, our mode of operation a little bit, and we're looking to see if we can beat some of those, which means we need a little more continuity in what, right. we, what we do. So I might not wholesale change players out. There'll be plenty of players that will play, but we're going to go after... Uh, the best quality we can as long as we can in an effort to 
to see if we can get these results. Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense to me, no doubt. We'll talk about Charlotte coming up tonight. You played them last year, got them one nothing, and uh, it's a team that, that obviously is a challenge um, when, when you play them. But talk about what you know from them right now. Obviously, first game, you never know what they're going to come out in, but what do you expect tonight? Yeah, you know, uh, so Brandy, their coach, uh, her first year in Charlotte was last year. She had been at High Point and done an amazing job at High Point. They actually play uh, a similar way at High Point that we play, so I assume that's the way she's going to go in Charlotte. I'm not sure she had those pieces in place last year, so uh, she took a pretty defensive posture. But, man, she got some good kids coming in, uh, both the transfer and some freshmen coming in. So I expect them to be a little more like her old High Point teams were. Uh, so I expect a battle. I expect uh, both teams to want to have the ball. Um, you know, I expect both teams to make mistakes. It's uh, just the beginning of the season and probably not as sharp as they want to be. Um, but uh, I don't have a lot of details about yeah. their preseason games uh, so far. So uh, some of this will be figured out as we go along. And with a veteran team, does that make you feel more comfortable that your kids can adjust on the fly and, and do that throughout the game? Yeah, they've seen so many situations right. now that it would help. I mean, uh, Brandy will have them organized for sure. You know, so we have to figure out where we can play and what the spaces look like. Can't wait for it. First action of the uh, 23-24 school year is tonight. Get out to Centera Park. The Dukes take on the 49ers of Charlotte in women's soccer. Again, 7 o'clock at Centera Park, part of the Fairfield by Marriott Invitational. Coach, thank you so much for your time here on game day. I appreciate it, and good luck tonight. Go Dukes. Thanks, Dave.